This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's up, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. Happy Monday and welcome to Cocktails with the Queens. I am back with my girls, your favorite queens, Vivica A. Fox. Hey, hey, hey. Lisa Ray. From my hometown of Chicago. Hey, and Selena Johnson. Everybody. Hey, ladies. How y'all doing? <laughs> hey, Claudia. Hey, Claudia. How are you? Everybody looking so gorgeous. Um, <laughs> So, of course, tonight we're dishing about everything that's trending in the news and on social media. Ladies, let's get into it. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, first of all, what are y'all drinking before we, because that's, it's cocktails with Queens. It's in the title. We have to talk about our alcoholic beverages. What do y'all well, I have my usual, my Pinot Noir. Oh, that's right. I'm drinking water today because only because I just really didn't go get anything. I just I had a rough day today and I just... Don't have anything but water, you know. So. Got you, got you, Lisa. Ray. You like me, Selena. You, you, you just want to, you know, hydrate, and that's what I'm gonna say. In my white cup, matching me, all white, everything, all the time. Water, right? <laughs> <laughs> and yourself, Claudia. I got an old cheap wine cooler that was in my yeah, fridge. <laughs> I know that's right. Put a wine cooler. That's what Come I on, Seagrams. Yeah. Oh, we can't say that. Oh, wine it's, cooler. It's, it's one of the brands. How about that? It's one okay. Of the- Okay, uh, before we get into the hot topics, of course, we are highlighting Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Black Music Month? <laughs> black Music Month, of course, I want to talk about the contributions made by Black women in the music industry and the importance of them reclaiming their place in music. When you think about that music, Ladies, what Black female artist comes to mind? Lisa Ray, let's start with you. Um, Charday for me, um, because to be quite honest, when I was back in school, they used to call me Molotti, Molotti, Mohead and Body. So I was real <laughs> glad to see the big forehead sisters come. Charday came at the ponytail, like today, I got wearing the ponytail. So thank you, Kimori. Um, honey, I was like, I love her. And Charday. She love hard. When you listen to all her music, she want to know how deep is your love? How wide is the ocean? How Ooh, high is the honey, mountain, how deep is your love? Everything else. And I just pray for that type of love other than from my kids. You know what I mean? Some some significant other, some companion, <laughs> some husband, some something. Bless you, Lord, come through. Why don't you? Okay. Okay. Come on, soundtrack of your life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I join you in big, big, big forehead, girl. But you know what they say? That's a sign of beauty. Rihanna got a bit. Yeah, Rihanna came through. I said, yes, girl, join us. Okay. <laughs> I'm smart. You got a lot on your mind. Okay. I had a lot in my head. Yeah. <laughs> head of the game. Head of the class. We can go on all day. 
Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, Vivica, what, what comes to mind? What lady comes to mind when we talk about Black music? It would be the boss, Diana Ross. That was, I mean, when I tell you that queen right there, I remember going to see her in concert when I was young and it changed my whole life, child. Mm. I had never seen a beautiful African-American woman with the weave and the hair and the wind going and the nails change clothes about five, six times. She was just Fabulous. And then, you know, she started with the Supremes. And then when she went, uh, became a solo artist, I mean, she just killed it. I mean, and then like, you know, we're in Pride Month. And then that one song, I'm coming. She's just the bomb. She really is. I love that. When I met her in person, I'm going to tell you, I fanned girl out. I'd like to believe it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would have snapped. I would have fa- I would have fainted. Was, know, she is the original lady sings the blues, honey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she is I'm the original. That song is the the anthem uh for LGBTQ. Yes. Plus. Mm-hmm. That is they song, honey. When they I'm coming out, they all came okay. out. Yes. Well, Selena, for who what woman comes to mind when you think of Black Music Month? Well, you know, I celebrate because I'm a black woman in music. I celebrate all black women today, but I wanted to take it back all the way to the top. Um, I'm celebrating Mamie Smith today because Mamie oh. Smith was the first African-American period to record a song on wax, a blues song on wax. Hmm. Um, and in a time where they didn't think that African-American women or period, Af- African-Americans period could sell records. They didn't think that black people would buy records. Um, she broke, she broke all barriers. She sold, she, she recorded her first song um, and she, she sold 75,000 copies in the first week, wow. ended up selling a million copies that year. Um, she's in the Grammy um, Hall of Fame. She was inducted in the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1994, but she broke barriers. And her song was the first protest song because mm. for Black people, period. Because in the song, she was talking about like how she wanted to kill a police officer. <laughs> so she was the original NWA. Okay, know, then, so. <laughs> and she kicked it off, but she opened the door for like Bessie Smith and, you know, mm-hmm. Ma Rainey, artists during that, Black women during that time. She showed that Black women could be profitable in, uh, in music. You know what I'm saying? So um, I want to honor her today because if it wasn't for Mamie Girl, I wouldn't be sitting here. That's I know right. that's right. Okay. All right, take it back. How about um, you, Claudia? I'm gonna go with Little Kim. <laughs> Come on, I'm going whoa, with. Whoa. Kim. You Little got Kim. it going on. I mean, I think you know we've gotten we've had so many women that you know that could that that could run because Little Kim walked first, and the yeah. way she was so unapologetically sexy and like talked as much smack as the men held her own with men used to rip it. Anything she hopped on with Mob Deep with the fellas, Junior Mafia, like. She wasn't good for a female rapper. She was just good. And I think she really, you know, I mean, there was other female rappers before that were also amazing. But Little Kim, I just feel like the, the, the bravery it took to step out there so sexual and just like be unapologetic about it. Like, hey, it is what it is. And y'all going to love me or you going to hate me. And that's why to this day, people still rock with Kim. And, and, and Little and Kim I, took it a little further than remember back in the day, Millie Jackson. Y'all remember her on my dating uh-huh. show? right yeah. he was like I couldn't even listen to her LP I would listen to it on the outside of my mother's door like ooh, you know what I mean but yeah, Lil yeah. Kim was <laughs> and I was able to recite Lil Kim's song because by that time I was grown and I was doing some things I was doing some- <laughs> can we just say this move by Lil Kim will always forever be 
Okay, this right here. Yeah. Come on, best little so kid. Let's going? all do it. But she going she somewhere. Right down like this. Yes. <laughs> she got it in. <laughs> it still be getting it in. And you know what? I love that we represented all the genres of, of, of R&B, hip hop as well. I mean, I, I think I... I love all the women that were honored here tonight. So let's get into it on that note. Congratulations to Jennifer Hudson for winning a Tony Award thanks mm. to her role as a producer of A Strange Loop, which won Best Musical. Now, Hudson is the 17th person to reach the EGOT status and uh, the second Black woman to achieve this milestone. Whoopi Goldberg was the first Black woman to achieve this Grand Slam. Vivica, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on this historic accomplishment for J-Hud? I am so happy for her. Talk about somebody that can sing and is so, so talented uh, that when I saw that come up, I was like, wow, you know, the blessings keep flowing. And the fact that she's a producer, that it wasn't her, you know, out there having to perform, that she was smart enough to put her name behind a production and that the production uh, was so successful. Um, and last night, the Tonys were all about, if you ask me, Black excellence. It really was. So congratulations, Jennifer. Okay, Lisa Ray, what do you think? You know, I just remember when she did uh, American Idol and yeah. Simon said that she would not make it. And I think the way that she has just moved on, moved forward and pushed through shows the level of success and determination. And that was a big old F you to Simon and everybody else that said that she couldn't and to show that she can and she is. She's an EGOT winner. You know what? I love that people that don't necessarily win at the time win in the long run. Another person that comes to mind, Halle Berry. She didn't win Miss USA and she went on to become the most famous Miss USA in history. Yeah. So I love when people tell you no, you're like, oh, okay, hold my beer. Selena. <laughs> Um, well, you know, Jennifer is Chi-Town, honey. So we're always, you know, proud of anything that our Chicago people do, baby. Um, mm. and, 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 you know, I remember when she didn't, you know, win on American Idol, she was so young. Like, I remember seeing Jennifer sing when she was like, I don't know, she might've been 12. And I remember giving her a standing ovation at this one banquet that she sang at that I was attend that I attended. And then later I recorded one of her, like a, a song for her. It was her first song, I believe. And she was, you know, singing it around Chicago. I, I wrote a song for her. It was called, Where Do All the Good Men, Where Did All the Good Men Go? And then from there, she went to do Dream. Then I found out she was doing Dream Girls. And she just literally murdered Dream Girls. I mean, not Dream Girls. Um, what's this? Yeah, it's Dream Girls. Yeah, she Dream murdered Girl. Dream Girls with Beyonce and yeah. um, yeah, Nika Rose, right? Mm -hmm. She murdered that that role, like gave me chills. So I am just so proud of her. I just think she's a class act. Um, and she just represents our city so well. She represents Chi-Town so well. So I'm so proud of her. And I'm so glad that, again, Black women can make an, could have an accomplishment like this. Mm -hmm. Such a talented woman, like in any, everything she does. And now she's been yes. in the talk show space as well. So mm. it's like... I, just, just so much talent. I love mm -hmm. it. She All right, killed Aretha Franklin too now. Okay. Right, I was going to say that's actually kind of a sweet revenge that yeah. they didn't give her her due credit on 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 uh, uh, the Aretha story. So, you know, goes to show you that, you know, a career keeps on happening, you know, even though when they may not get the one that you think you should get it for, that you just keep on going. So that's awesome. Exactly. You have to be resilient in this business because yeah. what is it, like 90% of the people are not working. 95% of the people are unemployed. And mm. at, at some point we've all been there where the, 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 nothing's happening. Then it happens. You just got to be resilient in this business. You guys know that in the Screen Actors Guild that really only 2% of the actors work? 
Oh, it's two percent now. Wow. I heard it was like, it, yeah, like it, it's a crazy number when you think of how many people are wanting to be in show business, how low the percentage of those that are actually working and successful are making a living at it. And how crazy wow. it is to pick a career where it's a 98 percent failure rate. Well, not failure, but it's like nothing. The it's, odds. Yeah. The odds are against you. It's like you're playing the lottery for a, a living. OK, That's we because those dudes is expensive. So. Nope. <laughs> so, so we gotta get into this story. I want to. I was dying to hear what you got, ladies, have to think of uh, say about this. Over the weekend, I don't know if y'all saw this, but Steph Curry's parents, Dell and Sonia Curry, were spotted at the game at Game Four of the NBA Finals with their alleged new booze. Now, but check this out. People on social media think Dell's new lover, uh, maybe the ex-wife of Sonia's alleged uh, new boo, Stephen Johnson. So basically, one couple. Got with another couple's exes, another couple. So, and uh, just know Stephen Johnson and Del Curry were college friends. So it sounds like there's a lot going on. What are your thoughts on this alleged spouse swap? Selena, let's start with you. Ciao. When I saw it, I saw it <laughs> live real time, honey. First of all, I'm just, I'm really, because you know, I watched the game. I'll be watching it tonight. Me too. Um, I'm really sad that that couple broke up. You know, it just seems like such a great family. And you're always sad to see families, people that's been married for such a long time break up. Um, But, you know, in in the light of things, um, Sadell was there. Mm -hmm. And after the game, Steph hugged his dad, hugged Mm -hmm. his mom. Everybody seemed very amicable and happy. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is something that's been going on for a very long time. And if, you know, uh, you know, Sonia's kids are grown. All the kids is grown, you know, okay. <laughs> Steph, Steph and Sadell, they all grown and married, got their own life. So she doesn't have anything to prove to anyone and neither does Dell. And listen, they're choosing to move on whoever they're moving on with. Maybe those were like comfort people, you know, on the friend side. And then it just ended up being, you know. But I mean, hey, whatever makes you happy, child, it looks suspect. I mean, I probably wouldn't have brought him to the game. But, you know, who knows how long that's been going on? Why everybody in the comments saying swingers, swingers, swingers? And did you see some of the shady tweets? Somebody wrote because uh, they were not they, You know, Steph Curry's mom is fine. She's beautiful. Yes, she is. So then the lady that the, the hubby's with now, someone tweeted, um, Dell and Steph are both in Boston shooting threes. <laughs> You get it? Threes. Okay. Yeah. No, no I don't. Sorry. They're calling the girl a three. They're saying she a three. Oh. The wife was so beautiful. But they were, the, of course, Twitter was just going in. But what do y'all think about this? People are trying to say that. I don't think they were swingers. I think maybe they just got with who they're familiar with. Right. You know what I mean? Like, who wants to? Yeah. Uh, Lisa Ray, what do you think about this? I, I'm trying to listen to you guys now and trying to get the, the depth of all of this because, you know, when somebody's happy, they like it, I love it. But at the same time, I think that's some maturity for your ass. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. You, to, you know, some things I feel like it's off limits and then it's become suspect, you know what I mean? Um, and then now I can't live in the now because I'm going back going, you know, was you looking back then too? You know what I mean? I started thinking about that. I can't be no, right here. They were right. Lisa Ray. The, the, the people say, the streets are saying Down that to the both of them were right. That both of them were cheating. That's what the streets are saying. That they were cheating with those people inside of the marriage, which is what kind of caused the whole divorce in the first place. So the plot thickens, child. I heard the wife cheated first and then the husband right. got with the, the, the husband's that got his wife, got with his wife. I think they need a reality show because I'm here for, can we see the picture of this um, 
Entanglement. Okay. Do show. Okay, so that's that's Steph's daddy with the new girl. Okay. And, um, oh, Sonia. Girl, they could have left that couple together. New dude. And that's now, leave that couple together. That couple is not cute. Uh, no shade, but come on, girl. Y'all couldn't do a different couple. <laughs> that couple is the fool. It, they don't even match them. I, that's just my perk, like just me, Selena, on personal side. But I mean, to you, just don't be happy. But you, the picture you just showed just gave me <laughs> who are they and what is this couple? But you know, you like it, I love it. You know, everybody got their own taste, you know. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break before we, because we try not to be shady. We're going to be polite and nice. It's Cocktails with the Queens. We'll be back with more after this break. Welcome back to Cocktails with the Queens. Shout out to all the soulmates in the chat. If you're enjoying the show, throw us some crowns for the Queens in the chat. We'd love to see them. Okay, ladies, as fans anxiously wait for the upcoming 30th anniversary reunion of Martin, Tisha Campbell opened up to CBS Morning about forgiving and reconnecting with Martin Lawrence following her 1997 sexual harassment lawsuit against him. Tisha said, we worked really hard to reconnect, to forgive. And this reunion is about a celebration of everything that we did, everything that we accomplished in our growth as human beings. And so we concentrated mostly on that. Ladies, what are your thoughts on Tisha Campbell's response? And what does it say about the power of forgiveness? Selena, let's go to you first. Um, I think it's admirable that this is not one of those stories where the woman is now in a lawsuit, <laughs> you know, that followed all the way through and ruined a man's whole career and all of that. Not to say that women who do follow through is bad because every situation is unique to that situation, you know? Um, but it's, 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 um, it's interesting to see. And um, it's nice to see that two people could work something out. You know, a man and a woman could work out this type of um, this type of situation when normally this situation ends in a disaster. Mm -hmm. And to see them come together after all these years, I mean, I think it's very admirable to be able to see that. And it makes Martin fans like me, you know, feel even better about it, you know, um, it leaving. I hated that it left. I hated that it was canceled, but it makes me feel better about the situation as a whole, knowing that they're trying to, you know, Okay. The fact that there's right, forgiveness there, it's like you know the chemistry is gonna be right, so they're gonna give us a little bit right. of what we've always been looking at in the in the um old stories, you know, the old episodes mm -hmm. and everything. So I'm glad, and I think this is a teachable moment. Uh, again, yet maturity, you know what I mean? That you know you grow away from that. Uh, the fact that she can do that, I think, is huge. You know, uh, because we all heard about it, and then, you know, when you heard about it, it was like, is that true? And then when um, you know it kind of went away, you didn't really know what to make of it or whatever, you know. And then the fact that he came around and was like, apologized himself and said, hey, I didn't even mean to, you know, do that or whatever his apology was that allowed her to to be able to step forward. I just, you know, pray maybe I can feel that way about her ex-husband. <laughs> Claudia, how do you feel about it? <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> Good old Lisa Ray, boy. Like you know she. Way. You know she what? Can turn the bed. She can shake the table, honey. Table has been shooketh. You know how to shake a table, damn it. Um, you know, years ago I had a thing with Martin, not a dating thing, but uh, an issue happened on the red carpet when I interviewed him, and he was like, he acted crazy with me, right? 
And it, it really hurt my feelings because I was a new reporter and I, I went home in tears and I talked about it in an interview and my friend ended up be, being engaged to him years later. And I talked to her about it and she spoke to him about it. And um, she was like, he said, you know, he actually apologized to me too. So I really think that Martin is just in a better place now. He said, you know what? I don't remember that, but it sounds like how I used to be. And I apologize. And I thought that was dope because most people get defensive when you call them out on something. I didn't do that. Or you was tripping. And to just say, you know what? I apologize. I was in a different place then. And I'm moving on. That's why I believe this is a real amendment, a, a real amends. They've made real amends and they've really made peace with this. You know, I think that people can change. And if we are still held to the, to what we did 20 years ago, are we not allowed to, to change? Now that was a big mistake, right. a big thing. If it's true, you know what I mean? It's a huge thing. So the, if, I don't think Tisha's a type that is going to just be rocking with them if they didn't work on this, in my opinion. So right. Lisa Ray, I do hope you get the peace and I hope you get that, 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 that same situation and your situation. A piece with. of what? Oh, a piece a of piece mind. Of, mm, I think, uh, yes. Okay. Me too. <laughs> Vivica, help I'm us out. you, Vivica. There you go. Yay. Um, <laughs> you know, Martin, the show, uh, Tisha and, 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 um, and, and, and Martin, uh, what's, what's, dang, I forgot the child's name. Um, they made history together. You know, the show Martin with Tashina and 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 the uh, late Tommy Tommy, Tommy and Carl. Yeah, Carl. I mean, you know, this show was, you know, like culture. I mean, so I was really sad when it ended so ugly. And uh to know that they now have peace, like you said, Claudia takes maturity, takes growth. And I just, I'm glad that Tisha has forgiveness in her heart because she's been through a lot. I can remember that period of her going through that. I did a guest appearance on Martin's show and um, at the end, it wasn't a happy set. It really wasn't. Um, so, I mean, I, I remember toward the end of it, they weren't even filming on the same set together. That's I remember that. Right. God. So yeah. uh, to see them in the same room, um, being able to forgive each other and to move forward. And like Selena said, for um, it not her not to have carried, you know, carried that and said, you know, I'm going to destroy him and tear him down like that. I, I just love to see black people loving each other like that. And I, I just commend yeah. both of them for being adults and ready to move on and putting a nice end to that chapter that the fans will be like, all right, we good. Just too, the one thing is just too bad it couldn't happen to have happened sooner, but I guess it happens when it's supposed to happen. Right, ladies? Always. Absolutely. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. Selena, you talked about it. Okay. Uh, all right. During an episode of Carisha, please young Miami revealed the craziest thing she did for love. Miami said once when she was, um, one of her exes got drunk, she went through his phone, discovered that he was cheating on her. So she packed up her things and moved out of her house. She realized that she didn't have anywhere else to go. So she went back to her home, jumped on his car while crying and questioned him about his cheating. Young Miami said she wanted him to chase her and that he wasn't authorized to move on until she said they were done. Lisa Ray, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on Young Miami's actions and what's the craziest thing you've done for love? Oh, I'm sure I've done a, a, a lot of <laughs> um, but getting on somebody's car, begging them to take me back after they actually quit me because they was cheating, I, that wouldn't be one. Um, 
yeah that 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 wouldn't be one i've done some stuff and i can't quite think of what that would be right now <laughs> um, I, I can because we've all taken some stuff you know what i'm saying um no one is above that you know what i mean um but i, I mean I bleach any clothes lisa right like bleach any clothes you have a bleach any clothes set anything on oh, fire yeah I've, I've, I've bleached and tore up and scissored some clothes yeah keep, <laughs> reminding, me, keep reminding me you know what i mean i done whooped the little ass you know what i mean <laughs> I want to know about that. Well, I just, I, I'd say this, when you go looking for trouble, you will find it. Um, so, you know, I, I try not to be in a relationship with anyone where I got to go snooping and, and going through your phone. I, I, I just personally don't have time for that. I believe whatever's in the dark is going to come to light anyway. Um, I think the craziest thing that I've ever done was I had a feeling that this guy that I was dating at the time, um, that he was acting funny and he was like, Hey, you know, let's meet out. Da, 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 da. And, um, he was dancing with a, a girl like right next to me. And next thing I know, I stole on them. Oh, <laughs> are you going to call me crazy? Oh, not I did not call you crazy, Lisa Ray. I laughed. I get it. You know, me and you got them tempers that go from zero to 100 real quick. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. real quick. Real quick. So that was the craziest thing. And then afterwards, my friend grabbed me and she said that I was gone. She said, you weren't even there. She's like, what are you doing? You can't be doing that. And I'm just glad, to be honest with you, it was a stupid thing to do at the time. But, you know, when you're young, you like, you know, um, and she said, let's go. I mean, he could have turned around, punched me. He's a man, you know what I mean? Or they could, they could have hit me with a bomb. I mean, things could have went crazy. So that's the craziest thing I've done. Um, I'm one that if I think you not rolling with me and you trip when you do your thing, I'm like deuces. Except the time you didn't steal on them. I have. Yes. Yes. I feel you. We all well, no, that's what I'm saying since then, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, just, I don't, you know, if, if you're not feeling me, I, I'm cool. I, I, thank you. Next. Right. But you know what's so crazy that we do, though, and I think all of us have, is that when we do get cheated on, we want to go after the girl. And it's like, she's not our friend. She don't no. owe us anything, but we no, want to go after her ass, too. No, no, no. I, I don't I don't believe in that whole going after yeah, I, I've never gone after the girl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I haven't either until it becomes disrespectful, where oh, I told you and warned you that, hey, I ain't got nothing to do with you. But then you start coming up in my personal space and doing this and name calling all that. Then I got it. Now you, you yeah. Polina, what's the craziest thing you've done for love? Heartbreak. Well, I've definitely had several fights. I mean, that's, <laughs> we're not gonna, we, we don't that have enough it. show, okay, for the amount of shit I've done. Um, I'm not proud of. But the craziest thing I've done is got married. Okay, let's, let's, my first husband. That was the craziest thing that I, I did. I was very young. He was for love. You know, yeah. I was very young. He was very young. He was 21. I was 23. Like, we don't know our asses from our elbows. You know what I'm saying? And um, it didn't end well because we were very young and we mm -hmm. both had um, trauma. You know, we both were experiencing certain traumas and it would come out inside of arguments and conversations, you know. So I think it was crazy, the, the dumbest thing we could have both done, but definitely for me to marry somebody that I was already in a nightmare with. You know what I'm saying? That was dumb. Yeah. Why, would you, why would you marry somebody you already tussling with and having a time? You know what I'm saying? So 
to me, that was the craziest thing I've done for love. But I fought plenty of people. I mean, that's, WWE, that's right. old school. I stay. I, I used to stay doing that when I was young. You know, um, Claudia. Mine's a combination of all y'all's. I married someone after two months. Had no business marrying him, and that was dumb. That was so stupid. Mm-hmm. Didn't hardly know this guy. And I regretted that. And um, then I also did steal on someone. I didn't know I could <laughs> box. My, I brought my best friend with me. I said, we got to make a trip. This dude is the, 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 the we did. And I didn't know. He said something to me. And I just, bah, 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 seven piece. I didn't know I could I had hands like that. Oh my, <laughs> my, my friend started crying because she was like, I felt so bad for him because you whipped his ass. And I was like, I was in the zone. Like, I, I never get mad. I don't really get mad like that. So when I do, it's probably five, seven, eight, nine years of stuff pent up. And then he just caught it. But he he had a girl in the house and I had the key. So I went there with my sweatsuit and he got them hands. Yes. Anyways, now that we've all admitted to assaults on our show. <laughs> right. Okay. Quick- well, see, I kept mad quiet. You know what I'm saying? I hey. just went around. It was back then, <laughs> Tony. It was back then. That's limitations is over, I think, right? right. Yes, absolutely. It's double jeopardy. We've already been tried for it. We can't, we can't go to jail again. <laughs> I can just see the comments. See, it's funny when a girl says she puts hands on a guy, but when a guy does it, hey, life ain't fair. We're going to take a quick one. <laughs> it wasn't funny when it happened, girl. Trust me. It, it was not. We wasn't laughing. And I'll do it again, damn it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Cockkills of Queens. And my felonious co host when we return, they all got hands, y'all. Y'all got hands. <laughs> Cocktails with the Queens. All right, everybody. Look, life is full of twists and turns, stress, changes, grief, moments of growth, and moments where we feel like we're taking a few steps back. And it's important to show up for yourself through all the struggles that life can bring. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, online therapy is here for the twists and turns and will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. Now, it's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help. It's a professional therapy done securely online and the service is available for clients worldwide. And you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. Now you can schedule your weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room with, you know, as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if you need it. Now it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. So look, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is a great way to show up for yourself and invest in your well-being because, well, you deserve some inner peace. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash CWQ. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P. Join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states to accommodate everybody. Now I have a special offer just for my viewers. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash CWQ. All right, y'all. Make note of that and get you some help. We'll be right back with more Cocktails with the Queens. Welcome back to Cocktails with the Queens. Now, of course, we've reached the part of our show where we talk about our relationships, the challenges we have faced in our lives, and how we have overcame them. Welcome to our queendom. All right, ladies, tonight's topic will focus on breaking down the logic behind financially unstable men 
being interested in dating bigger women because they are more stable and willing to take care of their men without complaining. Now, our topic was inspired by a conversation on the Hardly Initiated podcast. People were talking about this, y'all. Take a look. When the men are not financially confident, that's who they run to, the bigger girls, because most yeah. of the girls are going to have good credit, have some money, and be able to help take care of them. And cook. Bigger, bigger <laughs> woman says, health. Smaller woman says, oh, I have to carry that load. Oh, I got to take care of her. Bigger woman says, she going to help me. She going to put this load over her back. So Because that's what man, she has to do to keep to, a man, to, to maintain to a man. Make, to make up for it. Yeah. So the man, again... Not want to just sacrifice, step up, be by yourself for some time, get your money right. It's I'll just go get a big girl. She'll help me. Elena, so you're having quite a reaction to this. Um, what are your thoughts on this? When I tell you the people just be saying any old type of dumb shit on the, com- on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> just out here just saying all type of dumb shit. Just how and then they wake up in the morning like, yeah, how can I go viral today? Mm-hmm. Let me think about it. Oh, this is some dumb shit. I'm gonna say this. That is the dumbest thing that I've ever heard, probably this year, because <laughs> not in my life, but this year. That's very dumb. I know so many skinny women or small women getting beat up with men that ain't got no money, mm-hmm. um, that's having a bad time in relationships. Um, and then I know slim women who can cook their ass off, can take care of men. Like, it's just the dumbest thing in the world. And like, what's your, what's your ideology of what big is? Tall? Uh, uh, overweight? Why didn't you want to say overweight? Did you want to say fat? Like, why did you say big? What do you, what exactly, and who exactly are you talking about? It sounds stupid. And old girl probably lost her man to a woman who had, who's a BBW honey. And she's just somewhere sad because the people is eating good. <laughs> and got good Nothing credit, good. <laughs> got good credit and doing a thing. Cause that sounds like the food. It sounds like the food. Lisa Ray, what do you think? BBW, what is that? Big bitch winning? What is that? <laughs> I know. Big, big, bold, and, and just, I don't know, big, big beautiful women. <laughs> big, beautiful woman. Okay, yeah. Big booty women, honey. Big black, I think woman. It's big black, big woman. black woman. Big black woman. Big booty. I think it's big, beautiful, big, beautiful woman. woman. I am Leo. Uh, we don't Aries know. In the we don't comments. know what BBW means. <laughs> I, am, uh, I am Leo Aries in the comments. Says, I am not in agreement with this. This I'm a big girl and I ain't taking care of no ninja. Okay. Say it, girl. Say it. Talk to Lizzo. I'm going to keep popping. It was a very rude thing to say, of course, especially where, where, you know, we should be more sensitive to these kind of things. But I will say this. There are men that believe this to be true and they are lazy and bottom feeders themselves to think, let me go prey on a girl that I think has low self-esteem because she'll do more for me. Just like these same weak men think, oh, I'll get a white girl that I put up with more myself or I'll get a this girl. Any guy that does this, you're already trash and we don't want you. The Honey, skinny girl, girl, yeah, it's low self-esteem women that's real skinny. When it's I skinny low self-esteem women. women. They oh, have on. nice men. When I see them as a couple and yeah. I go, oh, she got help somebody on her arm that, and then mm-hmm. you what's the, the whole cliche saying, oh, she must be nice or she must be jolly or she pretty in the face. You hear those kind of things when you talk about big girls, but these big girls is holding it down, honey. They are, they giving us a run for our money too. 
Vivica, what do you think about this? Well, I just think, first of all, that was just awful stereotypes. It really was. And, Flash. you know, I, I mean, just, just, just like you said, it just looks like somebody was searching for a viral moment to be insultive. Um, and, you know, like you said, maybe she's sitting over there bitter because her man left her for a big woman. And, you know, and then the dude going to say the craziness about, oh, because she can cook. How do you know he ain't home cooking for her? Hey, that part. Okay. So, you know, know, there's some guys that they like their women with a little bit of meat on them, you know, because I'm going to tell you, it seemed like the bigger girls, they the ones getting the rings. So, you know, I just thought that that was awful stereotypes, Mm -hmm. uh, stereotyping. And come on, y'all do better, do better. That that was just awful. But I'm glad whomever y'all exposed or educated uh, a young girl who may now think that if she's kind of doing a little bit too much, that she may look at him and go, hmm, and start reevaluating her relationship. So thanks for the exposure. Good to know how some idiots think. And, and it's not just big women. It's it's. I, I had a conversation with a couple of my girls today. I, I I have some very successful friends in Texas that own their own business. They are outpacing the men that they date. Real and, talk. Like they are black women right now. Women, period, are just killing the game. But our sisters, especially especially out here, they yeah. are doing it. And if they if they want if they waited to get a man in that level, they probably would not have anyone. They found guys with other characteristics. But I'm seeing a lot of men that are going after women, skinny. It doesn't matter. Beautiful women, just because they're looking, they're opportunists. Mm-hmm. So it ain't, it ain't about the woman. It ain't about the woman. It ain't about right. the woman being big or little. It's about the man being weak and being a parasite, like a flea on a dog's yeah. nuts. That's right. what it's about. Because you know what, that's, Claudia, you could right. say that about a lot of the younger guys wanting to now be with older women. Exactly. Because they, as you said, want to be taken care of. So and, and now we think we're desperate. Let's know that how we think, oh, he just wants somebody to take care of you. Exactly. Noted. And I'm with, okay. I'm with Vivica too on like when you said like y'all can't find nothing else better to talk about. I'm with you on that because there are so many topics that we actually need to have discussions on. Why would you pick that one? That's yeah. dumb. There's yeah. so many things that you could have talked about that are going on right now in America that we right. need clarity about that. You, if you have a platform that you could have really, you know, went in on that would have made sense and shook the table and stirred up some conversation. Why would you yeah, choose that? That's dumb. That, yeah, it's just bitter. a waste of conversation. So, it's, somebody it's in the comments, bad. our love 144 says, Claudia backtracking after saying BBW with low self-esteem. That's not what I said. I said they perceive these women to have low self-esteem. There is a difference. What they think the big woman it has low self-esteem and they could be mostly are absolutely wrong. That's what I said. They think they're preying on these women like they like they think they're preying on older women that we're desperate. We're going to take anything. That's mm-hmm. what I mean with their perception. That's what I'm saying. It's, I think it's the best thing you said was it's about the man. It's not about the woman at all. It is about him and his insecurities and his inability to keep a woman or be with a woman of anything because men don't like pretty successful women either. They don't bother with us because they feel like that because of their intimidation mm-hmm. and you can be any size and be successful and beautiful and not be able to get a man because you got paper. So it, it's, it's all, it's the man. It's the man. How many times we hear men say, 
uh, where they see a successful woman, well, what, you don't need me then. You already have everything. What you need yes. me for? See these same people on these other podcasts. Like like you said, Selena, everyone got a podcast. I wanted to say any old thing now. Ah, just a shut couple, up. A couple months ago. That, also, that, that also makes a person dig deeper, though, because when they have that narrative and they feel like they don't know what their value is, it makes you search for it and say, what can I bring to the table? What, what will he need me for? Because everybody want to feel needed. Right. Yeah. Well, good conversation. And to the right. people that are ignorant and think they're going to prey on a woman because you don't want to do your own work and say so you want to just have some woman do it for you, shame on you. You're just weak and you deserve to not have sex for the rest of your life. All right. We're going to take a commercial <laughs> break. And we'll be right back with more cocktails with Queens. Welcome back to Cocktails with the Queens. Real quick, we were just talking some sports. We were talking about who we got for tonight, whether it's going to be Golden State or Boston. It seems like we are all. Torn for tonight, but no, shout out to more than fifty percent. Shout out to more than fifty percent of the coaches in the NBA being black. Yes, 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 yes. I love, love, love to hear that. I just who you got? Who you got tonight? Real quick, who you got? For me, I'm Dub Nation. I'm Dub Nation. I got on my blue. I, you know, blue and yellow. West West Side for life. Lisa Ray, who you got? Boston or Golden State? The winner. Okay. You know what? Selena, I, listen, it's very tough. I am definitely Dub Nation tonight. I definitely want Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. I need Draymond to get it together. But the, my favorite team in the East is the Boston Celtics. So if and the fact that they're, it's like it's like your kids is fighting. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like two of your children is fighting. But you know, and, and you, the youngest is your favorite, and that's you know <laughs> the Warriors. But I want the Warriors to win tonight. I need them to win. I need to, I need the series to go seven games. I hate you. It's, it's, it's very complicated for me growing up in new England. I'm supposed to just be Celtics all day, Patriots all day and the Boston Red Sox. I love the Celtics, but I love the golden state warriors. Ah. It's fine. You get to love who you love. (laughs) You can love who you want to love. Well, we will talk about this next week. All right. Yeah. Let's get back into it. Because we got to talk about this Saucy Santana story now. He was trending over the weekend because his tweets from 2014 have resurfaced where he made negative comments about Blue Ivy. One tweet reads, I just want to be Blue Ivy, nappy headed or side eye. Uh, Another reads, I'm sorry, (laughs) but Northwest clears Blue Ivy, have several car seats blue, just said this yesterday. Now, instead of Santana issuing an apology, he tweeted, stop all the cap trying to ruin people's careers because you at home miserable and broke. I was miserable and broke too, making childish, hateful tweets in 2014. I'm 28 years old, a grown ass adult, a completely different mindset on life from when I was 20. But y'all knew that. What are your thoughts on these tweets about Blue Ivy? And should he apologize to her and her parents? Lisa Ray, what you think? I think, no, you don't want to know what I think. I do. You know I do. (laughs) Earl, here we go. Well, let me go. Let me get my little cheap wine. Food. Rusty <laughs> Chow. And he said that uh, about a uh, baby Bella. <laughs> Girl fight. He couldn't say that about baby Bella because she doesn't have nappy hair. Doesn't make a difference. It's a child. I'll but go, I know. I'll put that for 200. Okay. <laughs> you would have been through the found <gasps> him. You already know that. But you know what? I think one those kind of comments, first of all, it would automatically make me go, who the hell 
and who are you? You don't know me. You don't know her. I don't give a shit. And I would have took it there because I don't think that they even care that much. I don't think they care about his comment, really. No, to be honest. Don't. But like <laughs> say, saying Blue Ivy has nappy hair is, is very ridiculous, A. B, yeah. the child is doing better than 99.9% okay. of people in America. Oh <laughs> and and I'm kidding, like Blue Ivy against North. Like that's something you may, amongst your little shady group in a text message, you might want to be shady with your friends. But to put that on Twitter, it was just, and, and Saucy, you ain't Miss America yourself. I'm Woo! sorry. I hate when people do that and talk about a kid. And they, you know what I'm saying? Like you have a lot of things going on with you. And I just think that, and listen, I love his music. He's fun. He's funny. But I got to just address this. Like, who do these people on, on social media think they are? And they, and yes, it was a long time ago, and I do think we should forgive. Mm. But now you up to do a song with her, potentially, with Beyonce, and I would hate for this to mess this up for you because mm-hmm. how she's going to look now working with you when there's tweets out there about her daughter. Would y'all work with someone that, even if it was like eight, nine, ten years ago? Or would you say, you know what, you were young? How? Once again, when there's no accountability... Because it's like, y'all knew I was young, da 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 It's like, but just say, you're sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I was tripping. that you meant it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for you to have no accountability and say, you know, gosh, I was young. I was tripping. I was so immature at the time. It's just unacceptable. It's a child. Kids are off limits. I, I don't care how you feel about them. Like you said, Claudia, that's some personal tweet that we might, you know, say behind child, look at da 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 but to publicly say it about a child, unacceptable, unacceptable. Selena, what do you think about this? Well, I remember one time I did this radio interview with myself, Tamar Braxton and Kiki Wyatt. And we were talking of one of the topics, which really shouldn't even been a topic was Blue Ivy's hair, because you would always see Blue Ivy out and it seemingly her hair wasn't calm, you know, so people were always talking about, I remember it was a whole thing. And I remember because my son Kingston has a whole bunch of curly hair. So I used to say Kingston, like joke around here to my house, in my house and say Kingston had ODB hair, like old dirty bastard hair. I would say he was giving clown, you know, all the time. I'd be like, child, my child is just out here. And I remember say, myself saying, oh, it's giving an ODB tease, like, because her hair, one time they showed a picture of it, like, blowing. But then we talked about, like, oh, girl, that ain't nothing. Put some grease on it, smack the baby hair up, she'd be all right, right? So, but of course they went off on us. We went, they went nuts on us. They dragged us for filth and all this stuff. Now in my mind, I'm like, but that wasn't even that bad. It wasn't no big deal. But when I look back on it now, she was a new mom. You know what I'm saying? And what if she did Blue's hair and and Blue pulled it out? As they did. What if, you know, what if she didn't do her hair and she a baby? You know what I'm saying? Like these, they kids, they go, you could do their hair. Have you ever done your, your, your child's hair? And I know you went through this, Lisa Ray, where you do your child's hair, cast hair, and then it's sharp. But when she come home from school, it's all over the place because it's, it's tough raising children. And she was a new mom. So actually, I'm with Vivica. In hindsight, when I look back at that situation, I, would, I wish I would have never said that about um, Blue Ivy's hair because she was a baby. And actually, babies and kids really should be off limits. And it is whack to be like North Clears. Like, they're not, they're not in competition. They're babies. <laughs> like, they're not in a, in a competition of a fight together. That's dumb. So I, I, don't, okay. I think I'm with Vivica on that. I think, you know, 
Kids should be limits. off limits. And, and I don't be, think, and I do, and listen, we, if you talk enough, right? It, and I'm guilty of this. If you talk enough, you're going to say something that was wrong. You're going to say somebody something that you later regret. You was wrong. And you're like, you know what? If I could redo it now, I could. And that's fine. I'm not saying that we are perfect because you can damn sure find stuff that I said that I wish, wish I could take back right now. Absolutely. Several things. My thing is, but when you get confronted with it, it's you how you apologize. Act. Is it and what? Or is it, you know what? It's a different time right then. I regret it. I'm sorry. My bad. Or is it I say what I said? And that's on you. You don't I have think, to do anything. You can say I what- think he wanted to add more to it. I think what he wanted to say when he said nappy hair is when we hear that term as black people, we know that that means on uncombed head. You know what I'm saying? Uh bushy, frizzy, all of that. I believe that he meant to say that because of who her parents are, that he would have liked to have seen her hair in some type of I don't know what's the styles that you know you automatically do when you feel like you cannot take care and control your kids at French braids, roller braids, French braids. You know, but she that was a baby, like she's she only not just still a baby at the time. Oh well, I don't no, have twenty fourteen. Like okay, so her and Kingston, I think, are the same same age. Kingston was born in twenty eleven. We're talking twenty fourteen. She was three. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like unacceptable. 2014, 26, 2015, 2016, like she was three, four, and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and you know what? He probably be sharp now. And I do that. I do oh, like to say, You people are miserable coming for me, trying to cancel me. I was once miserable and broke, and that's why I was behaving like that. And that's actually probably pretty honest. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people come from when they're being haters like that. Yeah. And, and he probably never thought that he would blow up the way he has, and now possibly be on the verge of doing a song with Beyonce. So now it's probably like, Ugh. Yeah, so he did apologize right that was that was being a like he he doesn't have to prove himself to actual people on twitter and he did like say hey i was in a bad place at that time you know but you know what people don't have to answer no, to actual he did twitter not people. apologize he didn't apologize oh he didn't he didn't apologize oh, he was like and oh well. right so there we have it you know but you you know i always wonder when people do stuff like that um that it's like, oh, you're coming after a big name that now, you know, you want to get people talking about. Be careful. Be careful with doing that because as Selena said, (laughs) Beyonce and them folks be watching. And it just ain't right. Like as a mother, she probably, and you know, she can't go and fight people. She probably was hurt. Like, it's not right. I wish I would have never said what I said. It's just like when people show you their kids and they go, look at my baby. And you don't think that they're cute. And they go, isn't she cute? And you just go, oh, look at her. Right. If you ain't got something nice to say, don't say don't nothing, say nothing at, all. at all. Now, if a baby's bad and you're talking about his behavior, that's one you thing. You can say they're bad. You, know? <laughs> you can say kids is bad. Say you can call somebody some baby kids in a heartbeat. You know, yeah. real is real. But you, yeah. you know, you don't be, you know, talking about kids' hair and stuff like stop that. Yeah, she didn't do our own hair. <laughs> you, you mad at her? Let me tell you something. I wish it's, I'm glad social media wasn't around back when I was a little kid. You should see some of my pictures of my mother's lack of skills <laughs> and how she had me looking. They done roasted me. I was a hot, had the chap lip scar underneath my lip, frizzy oh. all around the perimeter. She didn't know what to do. I looked like Michael Jackson when I got to fifth grade with the haircut. <laughs> she cut it short on the side, long in the back. It was tragic. I wish I had blue eyes. Okay. All right, y'all. I want to thank my queens, Lisa Ray, Selena Johnson, Vivica A. Fox, for always keeping it a buck on the show, having a great time. Thank you so much for watching us on YouTube. 
Do not forget to subscribe and tell a friend about Fox Soul. Uh, please stick around. The Pulse is coming up next. Ladies, we'll see y'all next week. And we need a theme. We got to start doing themes again, don't you think? Oh, that's what I can't wait. You know, I love those. Well, everybody's been moving. So, you know, let's figure it out. All I'll right. see you ladies next put Monday. Some, put some suggestions in the comments and we will honor someone's theme suggestion. Real. Yes. real. All right, See y'all next time. Bye, ladies. Bye, darling. Can't do it without you guys. Love you. Mwah. See ya.